Does your neighbor know? Do you have enough of the Lord that your neighbor knows? They're not playing around. Or when they get in trouble, I know who to call. I'm glad that I can say I'm redeemed. Amen.
praetor back into this world. It was something else. <clears throat> Page 52. Whose hand are you holding?
Amen. number 248. As I was singing that song, I just had a thought that I know we all got technology and stuff. We can keep tabs as much as we can on the war and see the different scenes and so on. And some people are fleeing the country, some are staying, and all, all whatever it is. If you could see your and me, I could see my personal battle with Satan and his forces, what position would I be in? Would I be hunkered down, fighting back, crying out for the Lord to help me, or would I be running? <clears throat> Think about it. Yeah. How are you in your fight for the right? Yeah. Yeah. Do we do we do like the man in the Old Testament? Only see him in Scripture one time. One of David's great men, where he fought. Basically, for a bean patch. Right. He just focused on that one territory and one place, and he said, I'm determined the Philistines are not going to have it. And he fought until they quit fighting. We got to be that determined if we're going to make it to heaven, if we're going to get from here to the glory land. Amen. Let's sing just over in the glory land. I know we're human. Last time I checked, I was. <laughs> but <laughs> let's try to come in these walls tonight and focus yes. on yes. worshiping the Lord. Yes. Yes. Seems like we're just a little bit um, not focused, maybe something there. So let, let's let's try to get right in here, okay? All right. <clears throat>
We should live in a temporary world. We're yes, all we do. Head for eternity. And I sure want to make the best of it here. But most of all, I want to be prepared for the glory land. Yeah. You're not going to just wake up in there. You've got to make preparations in advance. I know the Lord saved a man on the cross. Uh, but he did that to let us know uh, he is a miracle worker. <laughs> he didn't do it to say, hey, if you don't want to commit, you can just wait for the last month. No, 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 no. He didn't do it like that. No. Don't ever, don't ever presume on the mercy of God. Don't ever do it. I'm going to be always ready. Amen. <clears throat> For such hours you think not. That's when the Lord moves. Come on over here, special prayer for Let's try to remember these needs. Ask the Lord to help us. Let's remember uh, Tina Hagen. She's in the hospital. Uh, 
she's got COVID pneumonia. So please remember her in prayer. We do very much need to remember uh, those in Ukraine. Uh, I got a, a picture of one of the houses of one of the ladies in the church. She and her daughter were in the house when a missile hit and they both survived, but the house and all, everything around it is totally gone. So please remember them in prayer. The church over there needs it. I could say a whole lot, but I don't know what to say and not to say, so I best leave it alone, I guess. But uh, it's, uh, it's, we're so living in a different time than we've ever been. Yes, sir. And uh, everybody's, we're now this far ahead or in front of, how you we want to say it, of World War II, Vietnam, and all those, the Korean War, Desert Storm, and all that. I mean, just name it, name it, name it. But, now we're where we are right now yes. and and we have especially on the seem like on the heels of all the global COVID things and all that's been thrown around information disinformation and now with that kind of mindset and pattern we're looking at what's going on over there now and it's just it's never been that way and uh we have to be careful that our faith in God is not warped by all of these things. Because it's, it can very easily get that way. Sure can. Because it, it, so much is going on and we have so much uh, fingertip access to all of what's going on until we lose sight of what is stable, what is true, what will be always the same. And that is God and His Word and, and His grace. So let's try to let's try to get, you know, that's one reason we pray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we talk to the Lord, Lord, I need some stability. I need more faith. I need to know how to put into action the faith that you've already given me. Amen. So let's let's pray and ask the Lord to help us in these needs. And and don't forget to pray for uh, the Ukrainian people. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we can come before you, Lord, and that we can bring our burdens and our brothers and sisters' burdens to you. We thank you, Lord, that you answered prayer. Yes. Yeah.
little granddaughter was over in Guam by herself for two, at least two hours before I got there. They were both parents were deployed. And uh, this little, this old dog, you know, just want to, I want to, I want you to remember that if he is so concerned about a sparrow, and he attends the funeral of everyone that falls, do you believe that? I do. He attends a funeral. Yes, he does. And he's very concerned about what you're going through. That's right. I told my little granddaughter. I said today she just crying. I said, baby, where did Grandma tell you that Jesus put your tears? She said, Grandma, Jesus put my tears in the bottle. Hallelujah. And your tears are in a bottle. They're in a bottle. You might be in a situation you don't see any way out of it. And some of you, I can look at your faces and you're just about to lose your joy. Hang on. Hang on. There's someone coming. That's right. with this little boy and he said son God's here because God attends the funeral of every sparrow and the dogs and how much more important are you how much important are you I want you to think today brother Robert's already said I want you to come in close Satan's tormenting some of you with doubt depression discouragement you have one that all you've got to do is say Satan I rebuke you in the name of Jesus you don't have Rebuke all that and begin to love all that. You come here tonight, he needs you to love on him. He is lonely too. He gets lonely too. Do you hear me? Love only some. Don't entertain the devil. He's in Let's sing this second verse.
our promise is out there. And he has promised he will never leave us nor forsake us. He promised us he would keep us even unto the end. He's promised. I may fail you. Close loved ones may fail you. Best friends may fail you. Government may fail you. Children may fail you. Parents may fail you. But Jesus never fails. And what He said that He would do, He will do that. Amen. I appreciate the power, the strength, the unction that's in the Lord. You, I cannot tell you how many times people have said it is impossible for God to deal with the situation. And I said He can. But that will never happen. Pray. Trust. Believe. I can't tell you in all cases, but in most cases, the Lord did turn things around. we got to do things God's way. God's way. Amen. I appreciate Paul talked about we cannot win the, the crown. We cannot win uh, at the contest. The contest of our souls. Unless we play, if, I, if you'll allow me to use the terminology, play by His rule. Play by the Lord's rules. And so we need to do it His way. His way. And I appreciate the Lord. He is well able. He is well able. And come to you tonight for uh, our offering here tonight. And so, um, Brother Jackie, you want to? You, you, you didn't wear yourself out, did you? Okay. All right. All right. Come by. It's been good. It's been good. Already. Oh, thank you. Father in heaven, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. I had to in here are Cold War children who were raised in the Cold War. And there was constantly through those years the uh, threat of a nuclear attack on our country. Now I wasn't, I'm not this old, but uh, we had the Cuban 
missile crisis. And so um, recently we've been threatened again. First time in many, many years. How many of you are, are, uh, are uh, older than 50 years old in here? Okay. It's been over 50 years since there's been war in Europe. Over 50 years. Huh? For all of you who are younger, you don't remember a time like that. How many in here was old enough for the when the, uh, the Iron Curtain came down? Huh? Yeah. I know Angel was. Okay. Some of y'all, we remember when that came down. Huh? You remember the man coming out in front of the the uh, Russian so, uh, tank, you know, stopping that tank. How many of y'all remember that picture? Huh? Just a few of us. Y'all were not alive then. But you've seen the picture. That's right. Okay. But I was alive when that happened. What I'm trying to say is, folks, the Lord never designed for everything to keep going the same all the time. And there's changes coming. There are changes now. We may not feel the effect of them, but they're coming. And if there's ever a time that we need to make sure that our heart is right with the Lord. You know, there are several different aspects of when the Lord may return. I believe we should be ready at all times. Today. Because... The truth of the matter is the majority of saints have already left here by way of the grave. And that is the, I'm sorry, I don't know if it's the most popular, but it's the most populous way of saints to make it over to the other side. And we are not promised tomorrow. So we need to be getting concerned, you know. When 9-11 happened, I want to tell you something, churches... Start filling up. Huh? And when it blew over, churches started emptying. Every time we have these, something happen, churches fill up. And then they empty. Thing is, we need to get a real experience with God. Amen. Okay? So that we're going to hold on high tide. Or low water. We're going to hold on. And uh, I appreciate what God's doing for us. And I appreciate what God is going to do for us. I believe the Lord's got great things for many in here. And uh, I hope and pray that I am still around to see it fulfilled. But if I'm not, you got to go on. You've got to go on. I asked Brother Jamie if he would uh, come and uh, uh, preach for us here this evening. And so we're going to turn it over to him. I do appreciate the Lord. How many years have you been coming here now? Five. Wow. What a difference. Yeah. What a difference. Yeah, Amen. I appreciate what God has done for Brother Jamie. Amen. 
Uh, I, my personal belief is that uh, God's raising him to be a, a great minister in America. Not just among our people, but in America. And so uh, we're going to turn it over to him. Don't want you know, and if he fails tonight, it's probably my fault because I said anything good about it. But anyway, I, I know I know he's prayed about it, and we're looking forward to what the Lord's got for us tonight. So come on, Brother Jamie. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. It's good to see you all here tonight. Amen. Each and every one of you. Amen. The devil likes to get in between. Yeah. You and Todd know that. Yeah. He's done it to us. We're going to heaven together. Are we? Hope you are. Want to be? All right. If you've got your Bibles, the Lord gave me something today. And anyhow, turn to the book of 2 Samuel, chapter number 13. Second Samuel, chapter number 13. There, Second Samuel 13, verse number one. It says that it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister whose name was Tamar, and Amnon, the son of David, loved her. And Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin. And Amnon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimea, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very subtle man. He said unto him, Why art thou, being the king's son, lean from day to day, wilt thou not tell me? Go back to verse 2. It says, And Amnon was so vexed that he fell sick. Can we say sick together? Sick. sick. All right. For his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin. If the Lord would help me, and he already is, I'd like to preach on the sickness of sin. The sickness of sin. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you've already done in this service, God. Lord, I thank you for showing your hand, oh God. Lord, in drawing, Lord, in moving tonight. Lord, I pray, God, that you'll give us fruit in the altar today. Lord, send conviction in this house, oh God. Lord, that a soul will be changed, Lord, for the glory and for eternity, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The sickness of sin. That's a little loose. I kind of, to be honest with you, I kind of forgot that Brother Jeff actually would preach. But uh, out spraying today, I was praying, just asking the Lord, you know, what do you want me to preach? You know, I don't want to just preach my own thing. Brother Todd said that before. I want to preach what God wants me to yes. preach. Amen. I don't want to be one of those that gets up here and just repeats things. I want to say what God said. Yes. I don't want to get up here and tell you a book report or a, or a, or a pulpit presentation. I want to tell you something that God said. I want you to leave different than what you came. And you can leave different. You don't have to leave with those things that you're carrying. You don't have to leave with the burdens and the baggage that you came in here with. You can leave different. The sickness of sin. The wages of sin, the Bible says, I'm not going to preach for long, so go and get ready. The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. 
this sickness of sin is unto death. This sickness of sin is not just here to make you a little sick. It is here to kill you. I don't care what sin you're involved in. And I don't care what sin you, you can have in your mind. Whether it's drinking or drugs or sex or porn. It is sickness is unto death. It is not just here for a little while. It doesn't want to give you a good time and leave you good. It wants to, to take you and steal and to kill and to destroy. For that's what the devil came to do, brother. He did not come to uh, make you happy. He didn't come to give you something good. He came to kill and He came to steal and He came to destroy. He came to kill you for eternity and that's not like that. That's an eternal state of death. That's an eternal state of sorrow. That's not like the Jehovah's Witnesses say that once you die, you're just annihilated and that's it. No. Hell is for eternity, brother. Hell is not just quick death. It's an eternal state of death. The wages of sin is death. The end is death. There is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof, brother, is death. The end is death. This sickness is death. It's going to kill you. I feel like that's really hot. It's going to kill you. You hear that? That is very important. You say, no, I'm, I'm having fun right now. I like these these drinking. I like going out with my friends and getting drunk and all this. I like watching this and doing that. I like getting high. It's fun. It's great. But brother, the sickness is unto death. God hates sin. He hates it, brother. The Bible says six things that the Lord hate and seven are an abomination to Him. Ready for it? A proud look. A lying tongue. Hands that shed innocent blood. And Jesus even went so far as to say, so when you hate somebody, it's the same as murder. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. Feet that be swift and running to mischief. A false witness that speaketh lies. And he that soweth discord among the brethren. God hates these things. These are not just things that are frowned upon, brother. These are not just things that, uh, well, they're not really accepted in the church. And I know this and I know that. Listen, when I wasn't saved, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it because I was going to get to it later but I'll say it now I used to be a homosexual and God saved me and changed me brother I'm telling you when God saves you listen now when God saves you He doesn't leave you in that you say well I'm saved but I like to nip here and I like to smoke here and I like to do this. No. When God saves you, He pulls you out of it. Well, God loves me. I heard somebody the other day. Well, God loves you just the way you are. Yes, He does. But He loves you just enough to pull you out of that sin and to change your life, brother. For the devil came to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said that He came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I'm preaching on the sickness of sin. And I got more to preach, but I'm just laying the foundation just for a little bit. I'm trying to. God hates sin. Yes, He does. You say, well, God's love. God is love. But God is holy. Yes. And there are things that God hates. Yes. There are things that God hates. hates. Why do you think He hates them? One of the reasons is, well, it's against His nature. But one of the reasons, we're supposed to be His friend, aren't we? Right. And sin separates us from God. Right. It puts something between us. Have you ever had, or maybe you're married, when you're married, that's supposed to be your friend, right? right. If there's something between you two, you can feel that, I'm sure. Yes. I'm not married, but I'm just guessing. You can feel that. 
You know when there's something between you and that ought not to be. You know that's not supposed to be. So you, you if, you're, if you're doing right, you're, you're going to try to fix that. You're going to try to follow peace. You may not always be able to, but I'm just saying, sin separates us from our friend Jesus. God hates sin and He wants to fix that. But God hates it. It's against His very nature. In the Old Testament, you have something called the plague of leprosy. You ever heard of that? We have leprosy nowadays, but I think it's a little different than it was in the Old Testament. It, it would, it would uh, uh, attack them. They would contract this disease, and their limbs would fall off. They'd lose feeling in their limbs, and they'd just start falling off. They'd stink. It was very contagious. If you were just downwind of somebody that had leprosy, it could just carry it on and carry it to them, and they would be, have leprosy. So when they came up to people, they would have to yell, Unclean! 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 Because they had this disease. There were certain uh, uh, rules and things back in the day that they said, listen, you've got to go off into this leprous colony. You can't live amongst these people. If you've got leprosy, you've got to go here. You've got to shout unclean. You've got to rip. You've got to shave. You've got to do all kinds of things. Leprosy was terrible. It was. It was a sickness. You got that? It was a sickness. These people that had leprosy did not wake up one morning and say, you know what? I think I want to go get leprosy today. No, they just had leprosy. Uh, something, they weren't born that way, but something in their life caused them to be that way. Something in their environment caused them to contract this disease. Something, maybe it was their family, maybe it was their friends. Listen, we just took our text out of Second uh, Samuel. It was talking about Ammon. Ammon was so vexed. He was so sick that he was looking at his own sister in an inappropriate way. It doesn't say that he was this terrible, mean person trying to do things bad and he was rebellious all his life. It says he was sick. It says that he was vexed. There was something wrong, brother. Yes, I understand choice. I'm skipping ahead of myself, so I may be like this. Just stay, stay with me, all right? There's a choice. You look at somebody and you say, well, that's their choice to live in sin. They know better and this and that and the other. No, it is a choice. But nobody in their right mind chooses to go to hell. Something's wrong. They're sick. They're sick. The plague of leprosy caused many things. Because of everything that, that they had to do and because of what it caused in them, it caused many things in these people's lives. And if I could guess, I may be adding just a few, but I think it's right. It caused a separation from those they love. It caused loneliness. It caused shame. How shameful, shameful you think it is to go up to your friends all day long and yell, unclean, get away from me, I'm unclean, stay away. That's shameful. That's shameful. They were nothing. They stunk. Sorry. Leprosy stunk. There was a smell to it. They could probably smell them before they saw them. Somebody's coming up with leprosy, whoo, we got to go. They smell them. It was shameful. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't life. They weren't attractive to look at. They were losing their limbs, etc. They dwelt with people of like condition. Yeah. These were things of sickness. I'm preaching on the sickness of sin. Does this fit you? Lonely? Depressed? Brother, they, 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 used to, they still say it. They say, love is love. No, it's not. They say, well, you know, just do what makes you happy. When I came out of the closet to my dad, I told... Uh, well, all right. When I came out of the closet to my dad, I, I told him some different things. I basically told him, you know, I'm gay. And he said, uh, well, son, dad, if you're listening, sorry. He said, well, son, whatever makes you happy. I want grandchildren, but whatever makes 
Well, right? Whatever makes me happy. I wasn't happy. Laying on the bathroom floor, cutting myself, thinking about suicide, crying every single night. I'd lay in bed, brother. Oh, I'm skipping ahead of myself bad. I've got to wait. That wasn't happy. No. That caused loneliness. Yeah. That, that, that wasn't something... Listen, when, you, when they uh, advertise it out in the world, they say all kinds of things. They make it look like it's fun and it's healthy and it's clean and it's none of those things, brother. You say, I don't do those things. I just nip here and I do that. Your sin is a sickness and it will cause these things if it hasn't already. And if I could guess, and I, I, I'm not guessing, I feel this, I, kind of, I believe this is you. You're not happy. This sin is not what... You followed the rainbow. You went down to the rainbow. There was no gold. You are sick, my brother. Or my sister. You are sick. And God's wanting to help you. But maybe when some saw them... Stay with me. Maybe when some saw them, the the leprous people, maybe they were upset at them. They looked at them and they said, Why'd you do that? Don't come around me. I don't want you around me. But they, they weren't to blame. It wasn't their fault. The Bible says all have sinned. All have fallen short of God's glory. Not one is perfect. No, not one. It's not predestined. Well, this person's going to go to heaven and this person's going to hell and there's no choice that they have. No. God gave us a choice. Yes. To choose Him, to choose to be whole, to choose life, or to choose Satan, to choose death, to choose a miserable, miserable life of sin. That's our choice. That's our choice. There may be pleasure in sin for a season, but it is a season, and it is a quick season. And even with that season, it is defiled and it is perverted. Yes. So, I don't really know how to do it. I'd like to start singing. <laughs> Wilt thou be made whole? Maybe you've been going to church for a long time. So did I. I, I was in the, we called it the baby band. I was in the baby band at the youth group. I'd get up and I'd play and I'd do things. But when that preacher got up and he started talking about hell, I thought of my sin and I said, that's not that bad. I'm fine. That's not that big a deal. But it was that big deal. Or maybe you're here today and you know it's a big deal. And you say, I'm sick and that, that I want to get free from it. I've tried physicians. I've tried this. I went to a counselor. I went to N.A. I've tried all these things. Brother, you look around at the people here today. It is people that has been set free and delivered of things that you probably wouldn't even imagine. Delivered. Delivered. There's men that were drug addicts. Delivered. There's women that were borderline prostitutes. Delivered. Right. You say, well, wait a minute. They didn't go here and they didn't do that. No, it's Jesus. Right. Well, they'll never do that for me. It's whosoever will. Right. Wilt thou be made whole? And if you will, the altars are open. Let's come pray.
appreciate the message that we've heard here tonight. And um, sin is a sickness, but it's not a sickness that can be healed through therapy, medicine, or uh, whatever else. Only through the blood of Jesus Christ can that habit of sin be broken. Can that fountain of sin be destroyed? Only through Jesus. And uh, I remember uh, Brother up in Richlands, he preached for Brother Ralph. One of his great messages was, one of the things he'd said quite often was, sin will cost you more than you expected to pay. And it will take you farther than you want it to go. And that's the way sin does. But I appreciate the Lord that He has mercy on us. We failed. You know, uh, I'm glad for the Lord giving me a second chance. (laughs) Thank the Lord for giving me a third chance. I don't know where I'm at. My clicker, I lost my clicker, thank the Lord. I just know this much that if you'll keep seeking after Him, you will find Him. Bible has told us, He's promised that. He's also told us that He will make us overcomers. What are you talking about, Brother Jeff? He'll help us to overcome problems in our lives, overcome situations, overcome all kinds, but overcome sin. We don't have to be a sinner. We don't have to keep sinning. The Lord can change us. I appreciate the Lord so very, very much. Mine started with a drink of Jack Daniels and I said I can handle it. All of us, like Brother Jamie, that go to church here, we all got pretty bad past. I don't know nobody that's really that can say that they've never been guilty. You know, mine started with one drink, but when Satan got a hold, I couldn't stop. And one night, while completely drunk, I felt the Holy Ghost drawing me, and He spoke to me through my drunkenness and said, this is your last call. Your last call. You're going to be an alcoholic and prostitute. I made my way to an old-fashioned altar, Brother Ron, and I gave it up. Uh, I couldn't give it up by myself. Right. He had to take it. Yeah. And I remember getting up clean. And you know, you didn't have to fight those Friday night urges. Yeah. No more wanting it. No more wanting that lifestyle. Completely clean. And I don't know how to explain it. But like Brother Jamie, you might say, well, he's got a past. Let me tell you, you do too. Yes, right. You do too. But God can do that for him. He can change you. I'm just so glad to know Jesus. Amen. Amen.
I can tell you there's a little boy that's so proud to have his dad with him tonight. That's Brody. He come running in and said, my dad's going to be here tonight. But I really didn't expect who else came. It's been a while. I'm so glad to see great-granddaughter. Probably her favorite great-granddaughter. That's right. And so, so good having y'all. Appreciate the Lord and uh, appreciate what God can do for us. God never gives up. He never gives up. All right. That's right. That's right. He's doing so much better. Thank the Lord. All right. All hearts are clear. All right. Shake hands. Be friendly. You are dismissed. Oh, do not forget. Revival starts Sunday morning with Brother T. Teresa.
size shoe do you wear? I don't care. I mean, are you? Not really. Okay. But it's all right if you want to. Oh, Zila, Zila, Zila. Do you recognize that girl? That was Sister Morris's favorite granddaughter. I know she's been here before. But you don't didn't recognize, I didn't recognize her. It's the one that whenever after when Sister Morris died, she said, "I only want to wear dresses the rest of my life." Well, at least she's coming back. You know, we say things a lot. Moment. Oh, I know, I know, I don't. I don't count. I don't, I'm not worried about that part. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because I... Got more of my nose. Okay, I can get it from there.
What? I thought she was older than that. Well, that'd break your back, wouldn't it? Put your offering in your seat. I feel like you're setting me up. A lot of people like Jerry, Sister Sandra, just fed them the scraps. I mean, I don't have that many scraps. Yeah, I know. Chickens. Huh? I just get to where they don't eat eggs enough, and it's, it's going to cost me more if I had to pin them up. Well, yeah, somebody was somebody's looking at his daddy's. He's going to get them. Yeah, okay. I told him, 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 I told
He makes me so I was trying to go with this. No, I don't. What were you talk to her? Yeah. She just told me to ask you. That was on the beach. No, I don't want it. She got it. This is real big. We don't want it. Yeah, well, we got two cats with a backpack. Sending away to be fixed. Teresa! I have to be in a container when you take them. So, I mean, I can buy them, but I was trying to avoid buying them. I think I found, I think that one's on it. Wanted to offer up to let go, or it was let go at the time, but that's where I think I found it up. So, so I don't want them money on the All right, we got to go. What if that's real human hair? Put everything in your. Phone? I like it like that better too. And I found Seven my name. shoes. Right. Guess what? Guess what? Yeah. Chinky Charles. It looks like a Mason. Uh, I call it Damien, short for Devil. Damien? What's Damien? Who's Demon Doll? Say bye bye. <laughs> this is a different one. Oh, Joy, Joy brought that to her. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you know how we go? Oh. That's a baby. That's my hand. <laughs> you said Bridget yeah. Belcher gave it to you? Yeah. And Saying y'all going off tomorrow. Yeah. <clears throat> My hat was in here too. Hey James, you can see a couple lights up here, Bubba. Hey, that hat, Brother Jim, I found when I was cleaning. Thank you. But I'm missing another one. And I'm almost positive that one there that he has was mine. Hey, I think I helped pick that out. I did. Ain't y'all proud of me? Looks like one of the hairstyles you had. Looks like one of the hairstyles she had. Oh, I had What do you think? Ain't it pretty? You know what that looks like to me? That looks like Teresa. That looks like Teresa's garden. Beautiful flowers and then weeds coming up in the middle of it. Y'all have it bad. One year 
Brother Jeff, Brother Jeff sent me back to the room to redo my hair. He sure did. Yeah, because her hair looked like that. It was all swooshed so, uh, over to one side. You know, I'm your, she I'm your favorite child, and I called you last night for father advice, and you know what I got? <laughs> Nothing. Decline. And then I texted you. You know what I got? Unread. Why did you take her? I'm just saying. That's not favorite. Oh yeah, and I like how you called us gross earlier. Yes. Who? You gotta comment on that. That, that's a whole nother conversation. So whole nother okay, conversation. so now let's see here. You're not even paying attention right I now. Yes. If I didn't get I a permit for yes. my roof, yes. if I would get in no, trouble. Never, but not then you. the permit people actually came out and I ended up having to go to the permit. Because uh, they told me they would make them take the roof off if really? I didn't. So after going to about four offices and walking up three flights of stairs 30,000 times, I got a $70 permit. And then hey. I still have to go sign more papers. And so, but why, I was, I'm sorry, I remember seeing that text now. I'm so sorry. You're so sad and I'm so stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right, my boys get the same treatment, so anyway. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, who took my hat? I thought I recognized it. No, he told me Bridget gave it to him. Bridget took it from you. I got one more exciting. Bridget has one. It's all right. You like that one too? You like the grandfather door? I do. I love this. No, you like the bigger one? What? You got to have a good nose for it. You want to trade it? No, I don't want to trade it. But I'm missing another one. I'm missing my one that looks like it's hard that comes around like that, but it's actually. No, it's not leather. It's this you one's whelk. Well, you know why? But anyway, I was going to tell I was going to tell you that most of the time, the contractors are responsible for that. Now explain that. If it's inside the house, don't you do nothing. They Look here. You don't do. Yeah, I I read for the city of Brooklyn everything. If you want to change a um, thing in your faucet, you need to go get a permit. What? He was actually before they were married. If you want to change that light, and, and you get somebody to come in and do it, you got to get a permit. No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what you have. I was like, Shane! <laughs> the only thing I can think of is if we it do put a new door, then they'll eventually see that if we sell it. But nobody's, nobody cares. 
They had an updated picture at the tax office of his car in the his truck in the front yard. So they literally just took a picture. And she said that if we would have went from shingles to tin, that they would have made us take the tin roof off, get a uh, permit, and then put it back on. And I was like. And so find us about a three to four thousand dollar fine. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, I'm glad I spent it. It was sixty dollars and eighty cents. Yes, uh, and Not I told him I was going. He couldn't say no. We have half of this done, and the guy no, that did the, he did the back part first because that's where all the now I caps and stuff are. He showed me the rotten spots, and he came in the house and he said, "You see that right there?" He said. It's been, been leaking there. Her. It's been leaking there, and he showed me where it's been leaking. And he I, fixed it, right? What you think? Yeah. I'm just going to go. You could see now, looking at the ceiling, where it's like. Oh, are you kidding me? Dude, we're not crazy. Please don't pray against me going. That's a water leak. Where the Please line is? Yeah. There's a little bit of stuff right there. That's a water leak. It's caused by water. It doesn't leak all the time. It's just when it blows a certain way. Corey said if he goes, he has to stay in the tail's car. But there, there's actually, this is not right. There's actually a crawl space in there. But it's always on the side, side of the wall. It's not, not in the middle. What are you talking about? That. I so yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's not a sheet. What's that supposed to mean? That's in the <laughs> <picture too. laughs> I ain't paying for the real And then I'm on. Yeah. So that's. No, we we talked about sheeting, and then to we were going to put more fake beams in there, but we decided just because it's other way. Threw us over budget about twenty eight thirty thousand. Okay. Let me tell you what, that stuff's expensive. We're not doing our roof from that. I am going to make something like that in my bathroom once we make the whole Now this is this is real easy here. You can sheet rock. You do. rock and then just make your. Yeah, but now when you go to paint, you need to make sure you seal this first because we well we use oil paint here. Okay, because oil lasts longer. So this has got to be sealed first before you can put oil onto sheet. So you got to put, you got to paint back first. No, no, you just paint the front. Hey, if you paint match this, I will come here and fix it because this drives me crazy. Might not drive anybody else crazy, but I have three different whites. One, two, three. It is. Technically it is. You haven't seen that all the way through here. I see it now. Every single No, this, this is actually the same. It's just it's a, just, just a sh uh, shadow, but uh, this was, um, we used to have caulk that you'd come through and caulk, and it would just match right up with the paint. Well, in time, the paint turned darker. And the caulk didn't. 
No, she didn't do that. She actually helped where she where she painted at. The only thing is, here's the paint right back here. I got more paint somewhere else, and I prefer you not use this one here. And that paint's just for that trim in there, okay? But that paint there was a hundred and thirty-eight or a hundred and forty dollars for that one gallon. Because because they have to pre-make it to that. No, mm -mm. no, no. It's it's uh it's oil alkaline paint and. It's, it's more expensive, but the thing about it is you can still get it in a different brand for about $50. I just realized why you always had the picture there now. Huh? Why the big picture was there? Because those yes. are there? Yeah. When I looked up and seen the breaker boxes, I said, that's why the big picture was there. Yeah. Smart. Are you leaving? Uh, we're going to cross the line. I've got to go to North Dakota. So. I do too. I got to go to North Dakota. Huh? I didn't know her. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't hear you. What'd you say? I said I can eat the whole thing of these and think they're candy. Yeah. Yeah. Stop praying against us. If we're going to be here, then I'll pray against all of us. What what are you talking about? What are they talking about? Yes. And then y'all are leaving to go to North Dakota. I have to play the piano and she's making me learn that. It's a hard thing to do. I can't do it. So that's the reason we're going to leave. I don't know you have. They were going to camp in Somebody's got to take care of church. Rebecca is here and she's very talented. She's anointed. a baby in Florida. My baby at some point in time, though. We spent $7,000. Well, then let's all take a vacation. I get 30 minutes a week. I get 30 minutes a week at some point. I have to go Bridget. Who's casting off the light? Rebecca. Rebecca. Teresa, they take care of it.
You get real lightheaded, huh? I couldn't hear you, baby. Uh huh. It it left. What? Wait a minute. I couldn't hear you, sweetheart. Well, you only have like like people that have it usually take something sweet with them, or or like uh, something that you can like. If you ever see me, 